Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Socially Active Podcast with the Health Huntress. My name is Laura. I am the Health Huntress. And today is season three, episode six How to Escape the Comparison Trap. I love talking about comparison because I think it's a huge thing that we all deal with all the time. And even during um, uh, working with some life coaching clients that I had in the past, comparison always comes up. It's just kind of like a measure. Like, am I measuring up? Am I doing the right thing? Um, you know, could I be better? And and having that doubt about yourself because you are comparing yourself to, um, you know, people that you look up to or other accounts, or all different types of things that we compare ourselves to. Uh, we even compare ourselves to our, our expectations, thing, uh, expectations that people have of us. Um, so many different things are all like jarbled up into comparison. And um, so I titled it, How to, How to Escape the Comparison Trap. Um, because I think that it's so easy to get caught up in it because the obvious answer is just don't get caught in the, you know, comparison trap. But I think that that is so much easier said than done because we are human. We are going to find ourselves in situations where we are comparing ourselves. And sometimes it it can lead to failure or a, uh, I, I don't want to use failure as a bad thing, but it leads to quitting. Um, it leads to doubting yourself so much that you quit or having doubt so much in what you're doing that you don't want to continue down that route. Or in one of our my previous podcasts, I talk about knowing yourself or your brand and having confidence in it. I think that we we can when we compare ourselves we can lose that confidence we can lose that um, sense of um, being grounded in knowing ourselves and our brand that you are trying to be something that you're not and you're trying to keep up with someone else's I you know what you perceive as someone else's way of doing things is better than your way of doing things and. I think that's why it's so important to, yes, compare in a positive way. Uh, I think healthy competition is always a really good thing if we can utilize it property, properly. So like I said, that obvious answer that, you know, you really want, want to say or that people might say because it sounds easier said than done is just don't get into the comparison trap. But the reality answer is don't get caught up in the comparison trap. And if you would do, I'm going to talk about ways today that can maybe get you out of it. How to escape the comparison trap, which is of course the title. So it's totally human nature to got, to get caught up in how we compare with other people. It isn't always that bad thing to see others' accomplishments and want those for yourselves or see something in someone else that you would like to see in yourself. But where it starts to go sideways is when we get caught up in it so much that we lose sight of our purpose and we lose connection with ourselves. And that's where I was saying, then we become kind of a victim to what other people are doing. Then we, we, we become kind of this robotic thing where we don't have any creativity. We're not using our own ideas. We're unfulfilled. We don't have direction. We're not going towards that purpose anymore because 
we're so worried about what everybody else is doing and what everybody else's thoughts are and what everybody else's purpose is that we kind of want to use it, go a little bit in that direction of this person, a little bit that way. And then we are sending a confusing message out there to our audience because you want to stand firm in yourself and your brand. So I'm here to give you some tips on using competition as a tool versus using competition as an excuse to give up or to feel um, disappointed in yourself. And so I want to start with, but I do want to start with three things to remember. Okay. So first I want to say that being unique is you, is how you set yourself apart. If you are, if you are wanting to feel just like someone or something else, you will only blend in. You will not be authentic anymore. Just because you perceive something that works for someone else does not mean that it is going to work for you. Just because you perceive that other people want what you, um, what am I trying to say? Just because you perceive that other people want what you see someone else is doing versus what you're doing, then look for ways to be different than that person while still heading towards the same goal, to have your offer or your message be what your customers want from you. So you can use um, what other people might be doing that you like and kind of um, figure out how how that would work for you. You don't want to basically copy what somebody else is doing and somebody else's personality. Like I want to do that a lot of the times. I want to be funny. Like I... I love to laugh and I would would love to make other people laugh, but I'm just not naturally funny. Uh, I wish I was, but I'm not. So if I tried to be funny, like if I tried to do like a skit or something, it's just not funny um, because it's not authentic to me. So second uh, thing I want you to remember is there is enough people to go around Even if you have a competitor selling the exact same product, you can still capture a new audience or capture a different aspect or perspective on the product or service you are offering. And I definitely learned this in my times of selling new homes. I could be, and many of times, um, one that I'm thinking of right now is I was in a community where we sold multiple houses of different price ranges. And I literally sold this style of home that a competitor sold basically the exact same style of home right next door to me was their model. I was in my model and it was challenging. Um, But some people liked that and some people like me. There was enough people to go around. There's enough buyers to go around that they're either going to like what you have or not. You have a different spin on it. Um, it's where you do have to bring out more of that creativity, but also more of yourself. Because as I've also mentioned in a previous episode, a lot of the times people buy from the person because they like you so much that you kind of change the way that they look at your product or offering or service. Um, and it's true. It's just sales 101. Uh, people will absolutely love a product and not buy it because of the salesperson or not buy it because of the beliefs or whatever that the company um, goes with within. It happens in movies. People will, would love to go see a movie, but a particular actor's in it or a director's in it or whatever, and then they just won't see it. 
So there's enough people to go around. Not everybody's going to like what you have and not everybody's going to like what they have. So you need to bring your own personal flavor to it, um, even if it's the same product. The third thing that I want you to know is that competition is healthy. It keeps you on your toes. If there wasn't competition, it would be too easy. So right now, even um, right now on social media, even just reach and being seen at all is competitive. The solution to that is to be original. And that's what Instagram or any social media platform says that they push content that is original. And um, to be consistent with being original and being consistent with that. So um, always just trying to be yourself. And the way that you do that is to just be original. Um, If you get caught up in comparison in an unhealthy way, you restrict yourself from being that original person. You you restrict yourself from having that free-flowing creativity that's going to give you those original ideas. Um, And don't be afraid for that either. I mean, this is kind of going a little step beyond um, with my notes here, but I just feel like a lot of times what makes um, competition um, and comparison so hard is you don't really want to be different. It's a you you have a fear of being different and being more original because you because it's not like mainstream. But the first thing that I said in this whole thing is if you if you want to be that, you're only just going to blend in. You're just going to be kind of thrown in there with everybody else. It's really important in life, but especially in social media, to have that originality, to have that uniqueness. It's actually a benefit. It's actually a pro. It's actually what you want. Um, Blending in is just going to not really do much for you. Um, And how you don't aren't that anymore is to have original content, to be yourself, to be authentic, which is kind of what I go through here. So the tips, uh, I'm giving you three tips, okay? So the first tip is to use competition as a resource, but not the resource. So it's good to like peruse ideas from your competitors or the competition you respect to see what else is out there. What is already being done and talked about? What is their message? Who are they talking and speaking to? What are the pros and cons of what they are doing? Don't use competition as the only source of content ideas, though. So don't steal an idea and expect to get different results unless you give yourself that originality. You use your own spin and add your own piece of flair or something that aligns with your audience, um, what your audience wants to hear and also expects from you. So I just think that you, I definitely recommend looking at ideas, you know, kind of like looking at reels, looking at what your competition is doing. Um, It gives you a good sense of what you like. It can spark that little piece of creativity. But even if you use a reel, like, oh my God, this reel would look, be so good for my business. Don't copy it exactly. Add a piece of you. Say, I this this message is good for my audience too, but how can I make it more me? How can I make it more of what my audience is expecting from me where it comes across authentic? It doesn't come across like I'm trying to be something that I'm not. Okay, my second tip is to be reminded 
that if you are on chapter two, don't compare yourself to someone else's chapter 25. So we discussed this also in episode two, knowing yourself and your brand. Know where you are in the process and don't compare to beyond outside of that. Because um, if you do compare, compare with someone else's chapter three or four, someone who is not far ahead of you. Um, You can then have more of a reach and inspiration in getting to that point rather than seeing too far ahead that you feel so behind. So um, basically what I'm saying here is um, even if you, even if you, let's say you follow, you're an influencer and you follow another influencer who you really respect and like, and they've been doing this for years and years and you've been doing it for a year. So yeah, you can get ideas and yeah, you can get this, but don't get down on yourself for not getting the amount of likes or not getting as much reach or not having as good of quality content or not, um, you know, you're, you don't have a cameraman or lighting or, you know, you don't have help with graphics and all of these things. But what you can do in a situation like that is you can go back to where they were when they were at your stage. Um, a lot of big influencers or any like um, buddy that promotes himself on Facebook will often go back into their story about where they started and how they started and challenges and all of that, because that is the true comparison, you know, that, and that's where I was saying earlier that, you know, you can use that to fuel you to be like, okay, I want to be that someday, but I have to go through the steps. So if you use that, your competition as an inspiration, then that is a good thing. As long as you don't get so wrapped up in you're not doing that good. So, you know, this happens a lot of times when people, you know, start using social media management for their business or anything else, you start looking at the competition and then you start to be like, oh my God, that's nowhere near, like it's this good. Yeah, but you're just getting started. You know, everybody has a start. You have to just throw yourself into the, out to the wolves and figure it out, you know, sink or swim, throw yourself into that ocean and figure out how to get out of it. Um, because you will, you know, and then you're going to be helping the other people down the road that are, you know, where you started. And it's just like this whole cycle of how it goes. Um, even like if I, I've, I really try hard not to listen to too many podcasts, knowing that, you know, I'm pretty much a beginner at this. This is an outlet that I've just recently start started tapping into. So I don't want to, and I have, cause I have one podcast that I love so much, um, she's like really the only one I listen to consistently. And I love like, she's this beautiful intro and it's all of this, but you know, she's been doing a podcast for like seven years. Um, so of course it'll escalate into that. But I remember being really discouraged at first and really like, I can't have a podcast unless I have an intro and I have this and I have this and I have all of these things, you know, because I was comparing where she was at seven years versus me as a beginner. You just cannot do that. So that is huge in comparison is to compare if you are going to kind of compare yourself with kind of like gauging your measuring up like how, how well you're doing um, and using a, a comparison as a healthy source of competition, then kind of do it with somebody that's more in your in your um, league. So it's kind of like, you know, uh, someone newly starting out as football, like a little toddler, you know, going into like a middle school league. I mean, it's just not going to happen. So just kind of like, you know, have the best of the best in where you are right now if you want to 
compare yourself um, for the purposes of a healthy com- competition, because that is going to keep you kind of going and feeling good about where you are. And even if that, by the way, I believe in slow and steady can win the race sometimes. Sometimes um, you can kind of lose or kind of get caught in that comparison trap. If you are doing that with somebody, like you started out equally, this happens because I uh, like to run races and stuff. And this is where I learned this and it applies to everything in life is a lot of times in a race, um, people just want to just right out of the gate. They just going to fly, you know, we're running, let's say a half marathon. They're going to be like right out of the gate running super fast. They're fastest, you know, because they have all this adrenaline and energy and all of this anticipation and they're just going to go. And then not long after you're going to be follow, I mean, passing them along the way because it's just too much for them. So sometimes People might, you might feel discouraged at first when people pass you, but I really, truly have always believed in slow and steady wins the race because you need to be at your own pace. And as long as you're doing one step forward, one step, you know, one step in front of the other, you know, don't worry about the person that's ran, you know, started up out of the gate because they might lose that momentum. They might have gotten ahead of themselves. They might have, you know, not thought it through, you know, enough. Not to say that that person can't be successful because you might be that go-getter person. Um, And there is success in that, but not if it's not at your pace. So um, different strokes for different folks, guys. It's with that, with everything. And that's why it's so hard in this comparison thing. And we can get so discouraged and all of those things, but you just have to focus on yourself and your you being your own competition, you comparing yourself to you, who you were yesterday, who you were, you know, what you're going to do to get yourself ahead and not really get too caught up in the comparison, you know, because it will, it'll just snap shut on you and you will just be sitting there like at that point wanting to quit. So the last tip I have is to use comparison to learn something about yourself or your business to give you inspiration. So this is truly the answer to the question how to escape the comparison trap. Comparison that moves beyond information is where, I mean, inspiration is where you find yourself trapped. So if you start to feel like you're having jealousy or envious thoughts or almost resentment to your competition, um, creating negative emotions within yourself, um, which spirals, you know, I could get into all of that, but it's going to spiral into um, negative um, choices and, and outcomes in your business. Um, You just are gonna fall into that trap. Um, if you, if you use comparison as a measure of your success, you are already getting clamped down on and will soon find yourself trapped. Because like I just said, comparison should be being better than you were yesterday. You know, taking a step forward. Um, and I don't want to get too off track with this, but I do want to say, and this is the life coach in me, this is the mentor and coach in me, that there are times it's not going to always be you're advancing forward. Sometimes you're standing in the same spot. 
You know, sometimes you need to take that breather. And sometimes you hit a little bit of an obstacle and you need to stop for a minute and catch your breath, which might put you behind. But it doesn't mean that you need to quit or it doesn't mean that, you know, it's it's a setback that is going to end everything. And that is at those times that we start to get down. So if I use the race analogy, let's say I, you know, my shoes untied. I'm racing, I'm, I'm doing good, I'm at a good pace, I passed all those people that jetted out, you know, I'm in mile five. And then my stupid shoe needs to be tied. So now I need to stop to tie my shoe. I could get all up in my head and be like, Oh, my God, now all these people are passing me now I'm so far behind. And now I'm, you know, once I get all that up in my head, then I'm just not going to want to finish. Or I'm just going to stop start to stop and go, what's the point? I'm so far behind already. Um, you know, I let all those people pass me, my stupid shoe got untied, you know, all of these things are just going to like not be the right mindset to keep you moving forward. Um, it's just a stupid shoe untied, you know, go tie your shoes. Maybe those other people that passed you are going to have the same issue up, you know, down the road and you're going to pass them back and you'll be on level playing field again, you know, or maybe next time you triple knot your shoe. So that doesn't happen if it upsets you that much, but it's not the end of the world. Just keep going. So, but it is not a fun cycle to be in when you are constantly chasing down the people's success. So this is where you can find yourself, like I call the hamster wheel. I think it's used very often in analogy, like you're just keep going and going and going and you're not getting anywhere. And that's really what happens when you um, are constantly chasing down other people's success. And that's where I was saying earlier, where you know, oh, I need to, let me see what they're doing. You know, this competition that I'm looking at, what are they doing today? I'm going to do that. Um, I got to do what they're doing because what they're doing is working. And then you're, you know, what creativity is left that in you when you're just sitting there relying on them as the resource for you and what you're going to be doing, then where are you being creative? Where are you being original? Where are you finding any unique, you know, things about what you have going on? It's so much more important to just focus on yourself than to get too caught up in what the competition is doing, even if they start to pass you by, even if you start to lose that momentum or that even when you're when your mind starts to be like, oh my God, I'm I gotta do something. Like so often a lot of people, I've been tempted back to the race analogy. I have any idea what's gonna use this so much, but it's I love that's what I love about running and racing. When I mean not really racing, but a race. I don't, you know. I don't race to win um, by any means, maybe my age group, but, um, but anyway, you start to get discouraged. So a lot of times races are kind of like circle back. So that means like a lot of people are going to go out in one direction and then they're going to come back. So you're going to see the racers that are like ahead of you kind of circling around and now they're coming towards you as you're like still have more to go. And so I have been tempted so many times, I'm not even kidding you, to just do a little U-turn and then just go along with them because I feel so behind. Um, And that's just, and, and you will have those temptations. So when you start to lose confidence in yourself and your abilities um, and think that people don't or won't like you, um, if you're acting like this other person, you might want to, or, you know, or the, the, <laughs> Sorry, I got all caught up. I'm trying to like use this analogy and what I'm trying to say. But like, so you get so caught up. Let me go back to the U-turn thing. I just want to be like, oh, nobody will notice. Just these couple of people around me. I'll notice that I just, you know, cheated. I cut the corner, you know. I I want to be ahead. It's more about like my time or whatever. 
But who cares in the grand scheme of things? I mean, seriously, like then you're going to be at the end disappointed in yourself and not considering it a real race because you know inside that you cheated. So what's the point of that? You know, so just keep on going and don't worry about those people coming that are ahead of you. Just who cares about that? When you have those moments where you just want to be like, you're so down on yourself, you know, you missed all that time. Now you're starting you know, to tie in your shoe. Now you're starting to see some other people that were around you at that time already turn the corner and coming back, you're going to be tempted to cut corners. And I used to notice this like in, uh, in my, uh, selling new homes, um, you get to be the competition. Let's say I had sold three houses that month and my competition sold nothing. Then they're going to want to start to be like, okay, so now I'm going to start dogging my competition. Now I'm going to be like, I don't know why everybody's buying there. I had, I did have that happen where my competition started um, pointing out things about my house that were my weakness. Now, granted, she was a good salesperson. So yes, that is what she's supposed to do. But she'd say, Oh, yeah, have you seen their trim? Their trim is not that good. And they don't offer an upgrade. And so I started to notice a lot of my customers would come in and start to ask about the, you know, the trim that we would offer, like we didn't really do trimming around the windows and stuff. And they'd be like, Oh, I noticed you don't do trimming around the windows. I knew it's because she planted that seed in their head, because not many people come into a model home and worry about the trim around the windows. So it was like little things like that. And I think that that's a little bit cutting corners. I think it's a little bit of it's very good. Um, but I knew that she was starting to get scared. Um, it was just a sign. So um, just continue to have faith in what you're doing and you will advance into further chapters of your journey. You will advance ahead. Um, you just keep doing the right thing. Keep doing what you're doing. Focus on yourself. Um, and that's truly how you're going to escape the comparison trap. Because then you will start to realize that the people in the chapters of their story are looking to you as an, or, you know, that are just beginning those chapters are looking at you as an inspiring source of information. Because now the chapter ones are looking at you at chapter four. You know, when you're at chapter 10, you're going to see the ones through the nines, you know, and also probably tens looking at you as direct competition. Um it's just the way it works. And you just have to, in order to move forward, you have to move forward. You have to have momentum. You have to go. And comparison slows you down. It gets all up in your head. It messes you up. It, you know, it, it sucks the creativity out of you. It makes you want to cut corners. It makes you want to cheat. It makes you want to quit. Don't let it. So yeah, veer out, you know, steer clear when you start to see competition, you know, put a big, huge warning sign or comparison when you start to see yourself negatively comparing yourself with comp your competition, which puts you into that comparison trap. So of course, you don't want to get into it at all. But just don't get caught up in it. Don't get caught up in it so much that you're like a sitting duck, that you're just going to get trapped in it. Because then it's hard to get out of. It's then you're going through that cycle like that hamster where you just keep going and going and going and you're, you feel like you've just got so much energy every day. You're like tired of everything that you're doing, but nothing's working. And that's another thing I really want to say, and we're going to talk about this in later on um, episodes, is the um, algorithm for 
Instagram is just constantly changing. If you constantly are changing every everything that you do every minute of the day for how the algorithm is working, then you're going to be in that hamster wheel. You are going to be in the hamster wheel because that is a comparison trap in itself. It really truly is because you're falling victim to whatever they're telling you to do and it's you're taking your focus away from being authentic, being original, connecting with your audience, regardless of the algorithm. Because if you're doing all of those things that any single, no matter what the algorithm is, it's going to be in your favor. It's going to work for you. So the you just have to stay on that track long enough to build it. I mean, it takes time to build a, a true following on social media because you have to have the connection with the customers and it has to be consistent and it has to be a relationship and it has to be trust and it has to be of interest to them. Um, You have to constantly be thinking about what is it that your customers want from you? You know, even if that means that something is work, like you love doing something so much, but your customers aren't liking it, then you just going to have to like shift gears. Um, It's kind of like, um, one of the clients, a client that I have, um, it's like a restaurant and I could post food all day long or no, um, cause food does good, but let's say I could post, um, uh, I could post the atmosphere of our restaurant all day, you know, all day long. Cause I love, I think, oh, I think the restaurant is so great. I think, oh, I love, you know, our seating and I love all these different options, but if nobody cares about it, then who cares? You need to post what the people want. They want to see drinks. They want to see food and, you know, they want to see like people having fun. And that's what keeps things interesting. Um, you know, you kind of have to shift it that and 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 an example of the algorithm is let's say the algorithm tells you it's going to push nothing but um you know in the they're going to they're going to push the posts that have more seating let's just use that as an example you know we're going to start pushing posts um that have more seating in them i know it's a stupid analogy but just hang it hang on with me here so now that's all you're going to post, but now all your customers out there are like, we don't want to see this, so we're bailing. So now you're getting inauthentic views of people that want to look at seating, but they don't live in your area, or they don't have a connection with you, or they don't have a relationship with you. Um, they just are interested in different seating options because they own restaurants and they want ideas. What good is that going to do for you? You need to connect with your customers and what they want. And I do, I, it's a stretch. Um, You have to stretch your imagination a little bit of it. It's a way outside of the box. It's a little bit bigger scope. But the algorithm, it's a comparison trap. Because if you get caught up in it, then you're going nowhere. You're just running your wheels at nothing. So that's it today. To wrap that up, my three tips are... Use competition as a resource versus the resource. Um, Don't get caught up and compare yourselves if you're on chapter two with someone else's chapter 25. Know where it goes back to knowing where you are, knowing yourself and your brand, Um, you know, being confident and honest 
with yourself where you are versus where someone else is. And to use comparison as a healthy um, tool for you um, to learn something about yourself or your business to give you inspiration. I think that's healthy competition. Um, And even connecting with your competition and saying, you know what, I love what you're doing. This is really good. You know, how do you... You know, how did you, you know, I, that's really, I wasn't even planning on talking about this, but I always, I used to say that all the time, like in selling new homes, why do these people like in your competition want to make you the enemy so bad? If they would create a friendship, I mean, you're more, you have no idea how many times, because we used to have to do these like competitive market analysis and every month, you know, all the builders require it pretty much. And you call around and say, how were your sales, you know, this week? Or what are you seeing out there? Do you think that people are going to tell competition that isn't friendly the truth? No. But if you have a good relationship with somebody, they're going to be like, man, I'm struggling this week. I pulled two sales out of my butt, but I don't know how it happened. I was lucky, you know, or like whatever, as opposed to someone that says, oh, I didn't have any sales, but they had four. Or, you know, they don't tell you the truth. So it's also a good way, even with someone that is a few steps ahead of you, a few chapters in front, um, you know, to ask them like, hey, um, I love what you post. I love everything that you, you know, do. I love all the ideas that you have. Like, did you struggle in the beginning? Like, what helped you or, you know, something like that. So I think I really, truly believe friendly competition is so, it takes you so much further than um, than unfriendly competition. Um, you're going to like advance so much more and, and definitely using what people do as an inspiration and, um, you know, and, and giving them kudos for how it's impacted you to give you inspiration. I think if you can spin it um, around like that before you let any, you know, the jealousy or the envy or the um, negative emotions start to set in. You just, you know, turn it around and spin it before that even starts. Um, don't get, don't get caught up in that hamster wheel. So, rem- always remember, there's plenty of people out there. There is no need to compete with someone else for an audience. Being authentic and true to yourself is going to be the secret to building your clientele, your support, your followers, your customers you know, whatever it is, um, you know, it can also be a group. Um, if you're starting a group, it's going to really engage, um, people when you're true and authentic to yourself and not trying to be anything else and not trying to be the unhealthy competitor in the room. Um, when you are true to that, it is so much easier to steer, steer clear, of competing and comparing and getting caught in that comparison trap. So that's really the way to escape it. It's just always having that true value. The true value is authenticity, um, being authentic. And no matter how different you are, um, no matter, you know, that that difference and that uniqueness is going to give you the originality that it takes to set yourself apart and not blend in, which is super helpful in the world of social media. So uh, that's it for this week. Next week's topic is how to let your personality shine and how to get your personality of your brand 
or yourself or your business or your offering or whatever it is, how to let that shine through your social media posts and um, just through your social media in general. So I'll see you guys again next week, Wednesday. What time? Oh, this went on a little bit long. Sorry if you're still here. Thank you for listening. And as always, have a great day. Bye.